the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. States and Europe. More rain is falling in Kentucky, adding to the misery that residents are already dealing with. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir describes the potential danger of more rain. Everybody be weather aware. The ground is already really saturated. Uh, there's a lot of debris uh, that's out there that could cause uh, clogging in waterways that can lead to flooding. 37 people are already confirmed dead, but many more are missing. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Friday that China will not isolate Taiwan by preventing U.S. officials from traveling there. Pelosi says U.S. lawmakers will continue to visit Taiwan. They are not doing our travel schedule. The Chinese government is not doing that. Our friendship with Taiwan is a strong one. It is bipartisan in the House and the Senate. Overwhelming support uh, for peace the status quo uh, in Taiwan. Taking a look at the Wall Street numbers, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up by 76 points, the Nasdaq dropping 63, the S&P lower by 6, oil up to 89.01 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you as we usher in another weekend in Central Florida Another on another long, hot summer day. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is the program that highlights uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ball players, alumni, and coaches. And we have a great show for you tonight. And before we go further, of course, I want to remind you that our program is made possible by support from the great people at Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Florida Door Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain. St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. A little bit later in our program, we look forward to speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson of Apopka Blue Darter Football. Of course, it's just two weeks from tonight that the Blue Darters and all the schools in the state of Florida, from Pensacola to Key West, start a new high school football season. We'll be starting ours with a home preseason game versus Kissimmee Osceola, the Cowboys from Kissimmee. A little bit later, we look forward to speaking with Demetrius Virgos, father of Petey Virgos, and another great success story of a Popka Blue Darter alumni. Petey Virgos, we're pleased to announce, within the past 72 hours, received word that he is will be inducted into the youth bowl, the National Youth Bowling Hall of Fame. But right now, we're pleased to be joined by the brand new athletic director of a Popka High School. Coach Aaron Crawford. And Coach Crawford, great to see you. Thanks for coming over to join us. Well, thanks for inviting me over. Uh, I couldn't be more happy to be here with you tonight and uh, spending a little bit of time with you. 
and unless you've got a great background in sports right here in Central Florida, you, you went to South Lake High School where you played ball, and um, your father was a coach. You grew up as a coach's son. Um, can you talk about um, you know, how those experiences you know, influenced you and uh, you know, led you to, to, want to, you know, to be a coach and a teacher yourself? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, sports has been 100% of the influence in my life as far as my character and, and my personality. My, my dad was a, uh, a baseball coach uh, for about 47 years. Uh, he also coached basketball in the state of Maine. Uh, his first year coaching basketball in the state of Maine, he actually won the Maine state championship at Jonesport High School. Um, and uh, he eventually won the state championship in baseball as well in 1988 at Madawaska High School. Um, all I remember growing up is, you know, I was in the gym. I was at the uh, at the baseball field, at the soccer field, uh, picking up a rake, lying in the field, doing all the work, um, just doing all the things behind the scenes to make sure that the experiences happened for the student athletes and. Uh, as I got older, obviously being a student athlete myself, I was able to play multiple sports and, and see a little bit of success. And um, after I got done with college, did a little bit of hospitality management for a while and then got into public education and and straight into athletic administration. And, and my main goal is to make sure that the kids have the, the same experiences that I had uh, growing up and and even better than what I had. You know, uh, the, the goal is at the high school level to to make the kids feel uh, the experiences are very similar to what they would get at the college. Um, and so, uh, what I do is I, I try to get equipment and apparel as as much as possible for the kids to to have those experiences. And um, it's exciting to see that happen, whether it's a Friday night or a Thursday night for soccer or basketball and whatnot. So um, something to look forward to. Friends, we're glad you're joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central as we usher in another great weekend in Central Florida. We're speaking with Coach Aaron Crawford. He's the new athletic director at Apopka High School. And Coach, can you uh, tell us a little bit about, about your recent background? You, you've most recently been the athletic director at Lake Nona. And can you talk about uh, you know, some of your experiences at Lake Nona and some of your other um, stops along the way and, and, and what led you to, to become the Apopka athletic director? Absolutely. Uh, Lake Nona uh, was uh, the last three years of my life. Great experience. Uh, met some really, really, really amazing people down there. Um, they were an athletic department that was that was pretty well known for their golf and their tennis programs, and uh, they were really well known throughout the state for those two programs. But what we were able to do is build off of the reputation of those programs, and uh, you know, build a reputation around other sports. Uh, our girls' volleyball program was actually a state runner-up uh, two years ago. Um, the uh, the the boys tennis team actually won a state championship this year. Girls water polo won back to back state championships while I was there. Um, just a bunch of great coaches down there. Really great community that um, that is still growing. Uh, we we took a a student population from about thirty four hundred students when I got there in two thousand nineteen, and and as I left uh, this past week, we're at you know forty two hundred students, and. Um, just turning it into a really great athletic program. Uh, the FHSAA rankings, we actually were number six in the state for, for 7A uh, this past year. And I think the only school in Central Florida that was better than us was Windermere High School. I think they were number five. So, um, 
you know, did some really good things there and um, looking forward to do some similar stuff at Apopka to, to, to push us back up into that top 10. And I would like to uh, pick up um, there, actually, because that that's one thing I'd like to have you um, elaborate on is because, you know, I, I think it's important. Uh, every sport is important. In fact, you know, as many of our listeners know, uh, my father was a former principal at Apopka, and uh, building an outstanding athletic program was, was a, a core mission of his this, the first day he got the job at Apopka, which was back in 1946. Um, but... Um, and he quickly began to you know, fulfill that that mission. But uh, part of his mission was that participation, you know, and in, 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 in not to have elite sports and second tier sports and third tier sports. And, um, you know, it's easy to fall into that, especially when some of your uh, more high profile sports are, are pretty good. Can you just talk about uh, your, your vision, if you will, of, of, of a well-rounded sports program? Absolutely. You know, I, I think that it's it's definitely a vision of OCPS to have students plug in to something more than just showing up to school every day. So when they have something like a a performing arts department um, or a club or athletics to tie themselves to, it gives them motivation to do great academically, not just, you know, uh, on the playing field or on the, on the stage. Um, So that's first and foremost, but also, you know, when you have, competitive sports programs, um, whether it's the top-tier programs like the football program out of Popka and, and, and the baseball programs, um, the other programs will build off of it. And I think that what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're providing opportunities for not only for student-athletes to have these experiences, but also have coaches get you know professional development so that they can be the best of the best, so that the student-athletes can be the best of the best. Um, and And rather than just again, like you said, have a top tier, a middle tier, and a bottom tier, is when we think about Apopka Athletics, we want to make sure that every single program, all 35 varsity sports, are going to be considered top tier programs. Um, And that we're embracing not just the football program, but also that bowling program that won five state championships um that we can you know we can get to that state level with baseball so that we can get that state level with soccer and and in in fact that you know i'm I'm hearing that we've got some really good talent coming back with boys soccer and girls soccer so those are those are two sports that traditionally speaking at apopka high school are not those ones that we talk about but eventually we'll be in that conversation and hopefully we get that with every single one of the 35 sports and you know and before there's there's all kinds of um approaches to to athletics you know as 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 we both know i mean uh coaching styles coaching philosophies you know and and you know there are various ways to to have quote unquote success uh, on the scoreboard um but can you talk about you know as we were talking about this a little bit off the air your mission that that the, the experience that you, the kind of experience you want the the, the players to have you know, the, the the kids to have if you will sure uh, you know and and thinking back to my experiences with athletics is it wasn't about the wins and losses on the field it was about the experiences that we had um, as kind of a partnership it was it was a it was a team it was a family um, I can think about the, in my freshman and sophomore years uh, when South Lake High School went to the final four as well as the elite eight for baseball. 
Um, you know, we don't necessarily think about every pitch that was thrown during the game, but uh, we think about the the times that we had in the hotel rooms. And, and I was telling you earlier, you know, one of the funniest things that that happened was my sophomore year. We were up in uh, up in the Panhandle and uh, at Pace High School, and we were we were staying at a little shabby of a hotel, but uh, you know, we had to share some rooms. And and you know, I got to stay in a uh, in a rollaway bed, and a couple of the seniors put me in a rollaway bread and they were kind of pushing me around the hallways of the hotel and it was one of the most memorable experiences and, and anytime i see these guys out uh around claremont or, or or out in central florida um you know we talk about that we laugh about it and and it's one of those memories that just doesn't go away and those are the things that you get with athletics that you don't necessarily get by just going to school um so i want i want the kids to have memories like that not just not just on the field, not just you know the wins and losses, not not just you know play by play or pitches, but you know the experiences they have with their their fellow classmates and and uh, and their teammates. So that when they come back to Apopka for a game, or you know they're out with their families at a restaurant, they see somebody and they can they can have a good laugh and 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 introduce you know. Uh, their family to the other person's family and say, hey, you know, this is a guy I played, you know, football with or this is a guy I played baseball with and, you know, we had some good times. No, absolutely, because that's the thing that you're really going to remember throughout throughout the rest of your life. And I'd like to pick that up um, when we come back from our break a little bit later in the show. And in the meantime, friends, when we come back, we'll be joined by Coach Jeff Rolson, the football coach at Apopka. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central, and I want to let you know before we go to break that the high school ball players and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Darter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions. Friends, stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Athletic Director Aaron Crawford and Head Football Coach Jeff Rolson. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando. Hi, this is Dennis Prager for BestHotGrill.com, who also make the best gas logs for your fireplace. Now is the time to prepare for the colder fall and winter seasons with rising energy costs. You'll want to warm one room, not your entire home, with a blazing Rasmussen gas log fire. With the convenience and controllability of a natural gas or propane gas log set, you can reduce the time you use your furnace. Gas logs are also an excellent source of emergency heat to keep your family warm during worrisome power outages. Rasmussen gas logs also make your fireplace look great when it's not in use. If your room has a modern or contemporary design, check out Rasmussen's popular fireballs and fire stones. Get a free personalized log set sizing recommendation and more information about USA-made Rasmussen gas logs and Solaire infrared grills at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com. USA 
ready-made Rasmussen gas logs and Solaire infrared grills at besthotgrill.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Nature Valley is giving away back-to-school gear for free at the Retalk Shop. On TikTok, show how you reduce, reuse, or recycle with hashtag RetalkForNature, and you could be served a code unlocking one free item. While supplies last, terms and conditions apply. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Don't let too much of the year fly by without making sure you have a financial plan to get you through retirement. Chat with us live right now at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Carl Jackson Show. I'm wondering if Al Gore is going to try to sneak in and make a run for uh, for president. I really do. Uh, China is now buying up property that I think we need to be uh, concerned about. The Carl Jackson Show. Monday nights at 7 on AM 950 FM 94.9. The Answer. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On On the the go. go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's the program that features uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ball players, coaches, and alumni. We're glad you're joining us on this long, hot summer evening. I want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando, and thank them for their support of our program. Of course, they support this program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. We're joined in the studio by Apopka's brand-new athletic director, Coach Aaron Crawford. Right now, we're joined on the phone by Apopka's football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Coach, thank you for joining us tonight. Glad to be on with you, Roger. And you have Coach Crawford is also joining us in the, stu- in the studio as well, and he might have a, a word or two for you, too. Hey, Coach. Hey, how are you? You know I'm good. <laughs> You know, the, you've just completed the first week of practice. Can you just uh, share a little bit about that with us? Well, you know, first week is kind of a <clears throat> get your feet wet week and kind of see what you got a little bit. We got two days of helmets, three days of helmets and shoulder pads, and so there's not a uh, uh, a lot of full contact type stuff that you can do until you get geared up next week. But you know, we're going to get we get a chance to evaluate our kids and kind of see where we are after our, our summer of work and, and, and where we are fitness level wise and then of course installation schemes things of that nature so 
Uh, we're excited about the season. We got holes to fill. We got a long way to go. We got to grow, uh, you know, maturity wise, physically, uh, and understanding the scheme. So uh, it's going to be a, <clears throat> a process this year, but we're excited about it. We've got good, really good coaches, We've got really good kids. You know, I was uh, Chris Hart and Pierce Outlaw were talking to us before uh, we, our show came on, and you know, of course they're asking me all kinds of questions about, about the team and the season, and and they asked me, and I, and I said, well, you know, as you may or may not know this, coach, I'm always um, on the pessimistic side, mainly because I'd, I'd rather be pleasantly uh, surprised than, than, than disappointed. So I kind of have a tendency to look at the the glasses half empty as opposed to half half empty as opposed to half full but you know from that perspective you know we had uh, a lot a lot of uh, football players I mean I think something like 30 um, Letterman graduated even a lot of second and third team players graduated in addition to some outstanding star players who have gone on to play in college Um, can you first of all just address you know how you're uh, talk share about how you're addressing those losses well, I think we've always believed in coaching uh, next year's team this year. So, you know, we got some guys with some experience. We got some guys with starts under the belt. Um, I think we're ahead of, you know, where we are offensively right now. De- defensively, we have, you know, uh, two, three returners, two starters, and another kid that played a lot. Um, and you know, we have uh, we moved some people around. That's one thing we've done that's helped us. So I feel really good about our defensive front. You know, we've got some premier players up there and then some guys that can run and we've got some good depth. And then at linebacker, we basically have two two starters back that are they're really good football players. So I'm just uh, rounding up the uh, crew with uh, discovering who the third's going to be. Um, in the secondary, we're kind of in the same spot. we got two returning starters, another kid that we feel really good about. So I would say on defense, you know, there's probably – Two question marks right now today as to who, who's going to be what, but offensively there's more. You know we're trying to trying to uh, uh, sort out our, our uh, running back situation and who's going to fill those skill positions on the outside. We're still battling for spots on the interior line. So, but you know we've got guys with experience and I got quality football coaches and you know kids from Apopka expect to to be challenged and we're going to challenge them and, and see where we get. Coach Crawford, do you have a question or comment for Coach Rolson? No, you know, I, I, I'm just really excited to, uh, to to see what you know kind of transpires on the on the 19th. You know, I know that uh, Osceola has a, a pretty good little program that they've got coming back, and um, you know, in, in talking with with Coach Rolson uh, the other day, just I think this is the time of the year when when everybody wants to have really big answers and and optimism. Uh, for the year, but you know we're trying to figure out where pieces go, and uh, and I know Coach Rolson's uh, right on board with that. And, and Coach, one of the things that'll be new this year is, is a new offensive coordinator. Can you share a little bit about who the new offensive coordinator is, and you know a little bit about um, you know his philosophy that he brings in conjunction yeah, with yours, of course. Yeah, he's Abner Smith. He's from uh, Ensworth uh, High School, which is in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. It's a <clears throat> premier private program up there to you know, a lot of good athletes um you know really a lot of financial backing as a as a private school would be so but he's got some 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 quality experience in the in the spread game and with quarterbacks and skill and, and he brings some some new things and new ideas and i think that's going to be the big thing you know he obviously coming in and coming into popka a program that has our <clears throat> our uh 
our name brand recognition. He's 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 under a lot of pressure, and that's well, a lot of it's uh, self-imposed. But you know, he, it's going to take him some time to learn to mesh, you know, things that he's familiar with with what our kids are familiar with and what we can do well. So it isn't like we have um, a bunch of you know we're a bunch of quarterbacks and receivers out there that have thrown it a bunch and caught it a bunch. So it's going to be a process. I think that's. That's the thing that's going to take the longest. It's going to be a process to be able to transition from uh, running the football 98% of the time to running the football 75% of the time and throwing it 25 But it's going to take a little bit, and some kids are going to have to grow. But I feel good about him. He's he's passionate. He has energy, and, and uh, he, he's very intelligent. So we're excited about that. And, you know, we're happy to have uh, Coach Crawford on board as our athletic director. I hear great things about him. I know he'll do a great job. And, and uh, you know, we, we – we love being blue daughters and there's a lot of history and a lot of tradition here and we, we welcome him to it. We're speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson, a Popka Blue Daughter head football coach on Blue Daughter Sports Central, and we're also joined in the studio by Coach Aaron Crawford. He's the new athletic director at Apopka. And Coach, speaking of the offense, you know, uh, um, the the number two quarterback last year was was Caleb Hicks. Uh, he, from my perspective, he played well. Um, you know, the, the opportunities that he got, which of course doesn't necessarily mean that that's your perspective. But, but anyway, uh, could you share with us, you know, what the quarterback situation you know looks like you know, at this point? Well, you know, Caleb came in <clears throat> as the uh, the backup, and you know, he had a little setback in the spring, and he, he injured his. Uh, his knee, but he's rehabbed it, and he's he's back. I think pretty much full speed now. So we have Caleb Hicks, we have uh, Tyson Davison, which is an incoming freshman that has a lot of uh, potential, and we have um, uh, young Mister Burgos, who started in the spring game, maybe the shortest quarterback ever to take the field in the varsity context at a Popka. I don't know how tall he is. Maybe he's five six, five seven, but he did a really good job. So I think that's the key with with our program it doesn't matter we're not looking for measurables as far as how tall you are what you're running 40 in you know we, we want guys that are going to go out there and compete and, and and be coachable and fight and scrap so he did that in the spring so right now i i would say our quarterback position you know hicks has the experience and he's a senior but you know those other two guys are pushing and you know it may take some time before we figure out who the guy is but uh we'll get there but uh i feel good about uh what we have, and uh, that'll be able to function and, and give us an opportunity to have success. And coach, you would get it's time for one more question before our break. And you know, I the preseason game is is with uh, Kasimi Osceola, of course. Uh, as you mentioned, as we know, you're, you're familiar with both programs. You've you were the head coach at Kasimi Osceola, and actually got them to the state championship game um, back in the day. And of course, the Popka's got a long history with Kasimi Osceola. We don't we have it's not one of those schools that we played every year, but uh, the actual series goes back uh, you know probably over fifty or sixty years um, when we do play them. Uh, what can you to share? What share? What can you tell us about them? And, and how do you expect to handle the preseason game? Because you know, different coaches handle it differently. Some coaches take it, uh, you know, blood and guts, just like a regular season game. Others make sure a lot of guys play, try out different schemes, use it more of an experimental thing. Uh, how do you expect to approach it? Well, <clears throat> you know, we, we approach every game with, with the uh, mindset that we're going to go in and compete and, and try to win. So, you know, <clears throat> we have uh, them as a kickoff classic, and then, you know, we open up with a co and and then West Orange. So, you know, we've got to get our engine going and 
be firing all cylinders as quickly as possible. So um, guys that we want to look at, that we think are in running for a position or we haven't had something established as far as the starter yet, obviously you'll have some rotation there. But, you know, we're going to go in and try to win, as they will. They're, they're a great program. they got great athletes. They've got a couple of Division One guys up front on the defensive line, a Division One DB, and, you know, they're going to have skill all over the place. They'll be they'll – be, as good as anybody we play the entire season. And I think that's until maybe late in the playoffs if we're fortunate enough to make a deep run again. But they, uh, they're they very, very physical. They play hard, um, and they have athletes. So it's going to be a great test. And, you know, we're going to come out of it, win, lose, or draw, and we'll, we'll know where our deficiencies are for sure. And uh, we'll have to address those after that game. But we go in with a mindset to, to play to win, and I'm sure they will as well. Two weeks from tonight, and you can hear it all right here on the new AIM 950, FM 94.9. The answer, and as Coach Rolson said, the following week, the regular season starts, and that's with a game versus Okoy. Coach Rolson, thank you for joining us once again on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Thank you. And, you know, I want to tell you, my prayers go out to my mother. She's uh, not feeling well. She's in the hospital right now, but I know she listens, and she loves Robbie Williams' program. And we're appreciative that you contact her and let her know when we're going to be on so she can listen. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you very much. Definitely she'll be in my prayers. Absolutely. Um, have, have a great night, Coach Jeff Rolson. Well, Coach, uh, it's great having you. Coach Aaron Crawford will remain with us, and we'll take a quick break. And we'll hear from, as you know, as you know part of the, the mission uh, of our program, uh, Blue Darter Sports Central, is to bring uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. Well, we've got an alumni who's had extraordinary success in the world of bowling, amateur bowling, and we're going to talk to his father. Of course, that bowler is Petey Virgos, who was a four-time state champion at Apopka, also a national champion, and most recently the national collegiate champion. And we're going to hear the Petey Virgos story when we come back on Blue Dart Sports Central. So please stay with us. And it's all made possible with the support of the great people at Community Health Centers of Central Florida. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. A Texas jury has ordered conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to pay $45.2 million in punitive damages to the parents of a child who was killed in the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre, adding to the $4.1 million he has to pay for the suffering he put them through by claiming for years that the nation's deadliest school shooting was a hoax. China says it is cutting off dialogue with the U.S. on a range of vital issues from climate change to military relations and anti-narcotics efforts in retaliation for a visit this week to Taiwan by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The measures announced Friday are the latest steps intended to punish Washington for allowing the visit to the island claimed by Beijing as its own territory to be annexed by force if necessary. More details at srnnews.com. 
If you're considering protecting your retirement with gold or silver, listen up. Mark Davis here. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. They are so passionate about teaching people how to own physical gold and silver. They've won the best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because they really educate their clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. Call 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Talk to one of their experts. They can send you a free gold kit along with a free copy of the Wall Street Journal National bestseller, The Great Devaluation. Number again, 800-900-8000. Don't wait any longer. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value, all from Advantage Gold. 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Call Advantage Gold today. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. What is probate? Probate is the legal process of settling a person's final affairs by ensuring creditors' claims are addressed and the individual's assets are distributed to the proper persons. Hello, I'm Karen Eastry, attorney. I share your values. I would like to assist you with the process of preparing estate planning documents that state your wishes so that in the event of your death or disability, your wishes are clearly stated, personalized for your situation. After you have lost a loved one, I can help you through the probate process from start to finish. Call me, Karen Eastry, 407-869-0900 to discuss ways I can assist so that if you die or are sick or disabled, your wishes are honored and your loved ones protected. Let me help. I'm Karen Eastry. That's E-S-T-R-Y, attorney, 407-869-0900 or go online to altamontlaw.com, offices, Altamont Springs. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. CFL.org. Weekends on the Answer is where you'll find Orlando's own Fat Williams. Uh, Jim Cott is our guest. Inside the game. What was the relationship like between Mike Krzyzewski and Dean Smith? Go inside the game this weekend with Pat Williams. Saturday at 10 a.m., Sunday at 9 a.m. Only here on the Answer. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On On the the go. go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you tonight as we ease into another weekend on this long, hot summer day. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ball players, coaches, and alumni. We're pleased to be joined in the studio tonight by Apopka High School's brand new athletic director, Coach Aaron Crawford, just completing his first week on the job. And it was great to catch up and get a brief report from Coach Jeff Rolson, the head football coach at Apopka. We're looking forward to hopefully later in the show being joined by Demetrius Virgos, who, of course, is the father of 
Petey Virgos, and Petey Virgos is well known for his extraordinary career as a bowler at Apopka High School, where the Blue Darters won four state championships during his career. He also won three individual championships, state championships at Apopka, went on to college, was the national bowling, collegiate bowling champion most recently, and along the way he was also a national amateur bowling champion. He most recently has been uh, been notified that he will be inducted into the Youth Bowling National Youth Bowling Hall of Fame. But right now, let's go back to Coach Aaron Crawford. And Coach, I'd like to um, kind of pick up. Why don't we talk a little bit more about that about the preseason football game? Because you know, as I said before, with Coach Rolson, different programs, different coaches handle the preseason games in vastly different ways. Absolutely. And uh, in fact, you know, so one of the things that's kind of interesting to watch there, uh, from an insider's point of view, um, is you know sometimes a, a coach will will have that blood and guts. We're going to do whatever it takes to win this game, and another coach will be, we're just going to play play everybody. We're going to get the freshmen some playing time. We're going to get the third string quarterbacks some playing time, and you know those those have some strange results sometime and um, and some hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that go along with it, but and I've definitely I've I've been uh, on both sides of of that uh, that ball, um, and uh, and had to put out a few fires every now and then where, you know, there's there's always a lot of gentlemen's agreements, especially forgotten about about halfway through the especially, game, especially you know when it comes down to specials, uh, you know a lot of times we'll go dead on specials, but um, you know you get into the competition of the game and you forget about that, and uh, you know when I was. When I was at Eastridge, and, and as well as when I was at uh, uh, Olympia uh, as AD, I, I definitely got to go to the middle of the field and, and, and break up a couple of uh, little altercations when uh, there were some uh, some miscommunications as far as those uh, those live or, or dead specials. And uh, you know, you always want to get the best out of your kids and give them the best opportunity to, to compete. But at the same time, I, I think people lose the 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 point of those preseason games obviously we want to win because uh, the community sees what's in the newspaper on saturday um but uh, i think you know when we're when we're looking at film and when we're looking at you know who are who our depth chart kids are going to be uh, going into week one when the count when the when the games actually count uh, that's more important um so uh, i think my thing, as far as athletic administration is concerned, uh, when we're scheduling these games for preseason or, or we're doing some sort of jamboree for the spring, is making sure we have coaches that get along with each other and respect each other and, and understand expectations. Um, and they know what they're doing as far as the kids' experience, as well as what they're trying to get out of, um, you know, what they're trying to see through that. You know, twenty games of pra- or twenty days of practice during the spring or in the fall when you when you get that first couple of weeks uh, when you're going full contact, um, and, and it's tough sometimes when when those two two sides aren't necessarily on the same page, and uh, and administration has to get involved. Um, that's that's never fun. Well, you know, and, and the reason I bring it up is great to talk with somebody like you who who's, has experienced uh, all those various angles of the preseason games. It's in a way, it's 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 something that um, I can't think of the right word, but um, I, I try to tell myself don't overhype it. Viewing from the perspective of a coach, because when I was coaching, I never coached high school football, but I mean, I'm talking about beer league softball. But you know, I would always try to schedule a preseason game, and and I would use that 
for the experimentation, try some different things, make sure everybody gets to play. And so that's that would that would, that's that's my perspective on it. But media fans. You know, alumni get so ra- they, they're not looking at it. Listen, that way. They're, they're still they're still paying they're they're still paying seven dollars to get in yeah. on GoFan or nine dollars cash, and uh, they they want to get the best uh, entertainment as they can on a Friday night. Um, and I I can tell you that you know that I couldn't have picked the better two schools in Central Florida to to have a, a preseason because at the end of the day, you know, these are two schools that could end up meeting in November or December. Um, and, and these are, these are two coaches that really, re, uh, respect each other. And they're, they're two programs that have a lot of tradition. Um, you know, everybody always asks me about why the, why the K and Cowboys. Uh, so I, I, at least I know the story behind that. But, um, you know, there, there's only one Apopka and there's only one Osceola. So, um, you know, these are two programs that have been around for a while. Like you said, there's a lot of tradition behind these two programs, and, and they're very proud. Uh, both fan bases are very proud. Uh, you know, when you look at the coaching staffs of both high schools, they're very much rich in blue blood. Um, you know, there's a lot of Osceola Cowboys that are coaching at, at Osceola High School. There's a lot of Apopka Blue Darters that are, that are coaching at Apopka High School. And uh, yeah, and that's one thing about this particular preseason game. At least, uh, hopefully, I'm not uh, deluding myself. But, but I, I think as we heard from Coach Rolson, you know, he's going to essentially play this like a regular season game. Um, I suspect Kasimia Osceola will, will, will do the same. And so, anyway, it, it 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 it's an intriguing matchup for all the all the reasons you just said. It's easy to get get excited. <laughs> about this game and kind of treat it as a fan at least or from a media perspective as a regular season contest yeah, yeah 100% and and uh, uh another little fun fact is uh, uh Osceola High School's long standing AD Jim Bird just uh stepped away he's up in the panhandle now and uh Rick Tribbett who used to be the athletic director at uh, Celebration High School is uh, going back home and he's going to be uh he's the AD at Osceola High School now. So uh not only does Apopka have a new uh AD, uh Osceola has a new AD and and he and I get along really well. So uh and again going, you know, to game logistics when we talk about you know, not just coaches getting along, but athletic administration and school administration has to get along on on both sides of the field so that if something does go down just in case uh we we have each other's back and we can communicate with each other uh, to resolve anything so we don't have anything that ends up uh, in the newspaper or uh, up in Gainesville with the Florida High School Athletic Association. And, and one thing, speaking of Kissimmee Osceola, it, it's and I, I'll just uh, forewarn our listeners that I'll probably, you might hear me refer to them just as Kissimmee, because back in, way back in the day, when I was coming up, they were pretty much known as Kissimmee. We, we knew them as Kissimmee. In yeah, fact, was, if you look in the yearbook from those areas, it, 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 it was, was Kissimmee that it, we were it playing. Was, it was Kissimmee High School, and that's why, that's why <laughs> Cowboys is spelled with a K, is because when, when they merged the two schools after, uh, you know, when they desegregated the schools over in Osceola County, um, they they wanted to keep the K for Kissimmee, and they figured no better way to do it than with the with the, the mascot. So they've got the K for Cowboys. And um, but, but anyway, so it, it's a, it goes way along back, and you know, two interesting communities as well. Two communities that had you know rural agrarian uh, back small small town. Uh, backgrounds that have now become big, large, uh, suburbanized 
urbanized communities, but, well, but still and, both, well, with somewhat and, of a small town atmosphere. And, and you know, I think I misspoke a little bit earlier uh, when uh, when I said they they these two schools may end up meeting in November or December. I believe Osceola is actually in the suburban uh, conference, so they're in suburb, suburban four four S, and of course we're in metro four. Uh, for the playoffs now, that's a new FHSAA classification uh, change for this year. So, uh, so don't quote me on what I said earlier. <laughs> well, I, I think I was, well, I was well, off. Well, don't worry about it because I mean it's really hard to, to keep uh, keep up with the playoff system in Florida high school football without a, a program every single day because they've, they've pretty much changed the format for the last three or four years a- in a row. Absolutely, and they're changing again this season. And it's so we're going well, to. I haven't talked found anybody yet who knows exactly. Well, how it works. We're, we're going to have 12 state champions this year. Uh, you know, we're going to have the, the suburban, we're going to have the rural, and we're going to have the urban uh, or the metro uh, conferences and four four classifications in each. So uh, it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that changes the playoffs uh, once we get into November and December. Uh, but uh, time will tell. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're pleased to be joined in the studio by Apopka High's brand new athletic director, Aaron Crawford. We're going to take our break just a little bit early. And when we come back, we look forward to being joined by Demetrius Virgos, who's the father of Petey Virgos, outstanding amateur bowler, of course, four time state champion, also a national collegiate champion, who has just recently been informed that Petey Virgos will be inducted into the youth National Youth Bowling Hall of Fame. So before we go to that break, of course, I want to let you know that our program is made possible with the support of the great people at Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers were founded in 1972, and since that time, they've provided the citizens of Central Florida with quality, affordable health care, now with 15 locations. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando. The stock market has fallen more than 20%. That means your investments are worth at least 20% less than they were just a few months ago. But those who owned gold during Wall Street's fall maintained their wealth. Sebastian Gorka here. Gold traditionally holds its value when economies fail, like now. Which is why I recommend calling Midas Gold Group to talk about safeguarding your wealth with physical gold. Don't wait until more inflation or a recession devalues your wealth even more. The Biden administration's liberal policies may damage financial markets even further. Protect yourself and your family. Diversify your investments before you lose it all by purchasing physical gold and precious metals with the only gold company I recommend, Midas Gold Group. Log on at MidasGoldGroup.com, then call them at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-GOLD. It's gold you can hold. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. How do you want to be remembered? Hello, I'm Alan Treba, owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and a servant. There have been many successes in my life. With these successes, there have been many people who have helped me along the way. This is what makes the stories. I love the stories. It is these stories that we want to honor when remembering someone special in our life. Share your stories. 
You know us. We're family. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com. 407-339-0070. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing, because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On On the the go. go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams, and it's great to be with you on another wonderful Friday evening throughout Central Florida. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is a program that highlights positive stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. We're pleased to be joined in the studio by Apopka's brand-new athletic director, Coach Aaron Crawford. It was great to speak with head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, earlier on the show. And right now, we're going to go to Demetrius Virgos. And, of course, Demetrius Virgos is the father of Petey Virgos, who is known, literally has established a national reputation for his outstanding accomplishments in the world of amateur bowling, which include... Not limited to, but include four being a member of four state championship teams at Apopka and winning three individual state championships at Apopka High School and most recently winning the National Collegiate State Championship. Demetrius, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Roger. How are you? Doing great. Uh, we also want to let you know I'm joined in the studio by Coach Aaron Crawford. He's Apopka's new athletic director. Well, congratulations, Mr. Crawford, on your new appointment to Apopka High School. Thank you, Mr. Virgos. I'm, I'm happy to be part of the tradition now. And speaking of tradition, a, a huge part of that is is the more is a, is the recent in recent years the bowling tradition, which of course Demetrius' son Petey was a huge. I would say the central building block uh, for actually. In fact, Apopka won their for very first state bowling title in Petey's freshman year, and of course he captured the individual boys championship that year. But first, Demetrius, can you just bring us up to date uh, on the most recent honor uh, that that your son Petey has been able to uh, receive? Yeah, we were informed last night that um, that, uh, from the USBC that Petey was um, one of the nominees for uh, USBC um, Youth Bowling Hall of Fame 
um, you know, based on his uh, accomplishments in Florida and across the country in the recent years. And um, and, the, and they informed us last night that the, the committee selected him, which was a great honor. I mean, I I called him up, and you know, and you know, Petey personally, and he's not much on the tooting his own horn or the accolades and stuff like that. He never gets really excited, but last night was a little different. He uh, he was excited about it. Um, he's very happy about the recognition, just as the whole body of work. I mean, we've been. You know, he started bowling when he was 10, so this has been, you know, over a decade of, of, of working towards it, a lot of hard work and 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 all the accomplishments that came with it and all the good times, and he just recently graduated and kind of went out of college with a bang because, you know, aside of the All-American awards that he got and uh, Athlete of the Year at his college, I mean, he ended up getting the National Individual College Champion in 21 in Detroit, Michigan, and... You know, it's just, it's just a culmination of the whole youth uh, career. He's graduated college, and now he's looking forward to coming home to Apopka in a couple weeks, and he's going to train for three three months, and then he's going to, you know, give his best shot on the Pro Tour in January. Well, I, I commend Petey and, and you, and you, your influence uh, on the Apopka High School bowling program is it would be impossible to overemphasize because I know that you know just the leadership you gave as, as a dad as you helped to to get him involved in the sport of bowling and nurtured him uh, as he was learning the game, and then you helped to nurture the program and you you know, raised money, contributed money, uh, provided extraordinary support in all different ways to Apopka Blue Daughter Bowling, and I know this is a proud moment for for Petey, but. No, it's a proud moment for you too. Yeah, it is. It, it's I, I'm, it's proud for both of us. Proud for Apopka, the city, which you know, uh, the, the city of Apopka, and you know they've honored Petey several times, and they've honored the team, and you know they kind of embraced those. Uh, you know, when Petey was here, they won the four straight championships, and he won the individuals, and then, and then you know, even after Petey left, you know, when everybody kind of thought, oh, the team's probably going to drop off, they won a fifth consecutive state championship and as you know and bowling is a little different than the football you know there's 220 teams in the pool and you know it gets narrowed down out of districts to the top 40 and then it's weeded down to the top 16 and then you got to go into double elimination match play so you're really you're really coming out of that pool of 220 teams and uh i don't know if that record uh you know it'd be great if some team was talented enough and was able to accomplish that feat but I don't know if that record will ever be uh, beaten. You know, five straight state titles is pretty remarkable in itself. And, you know, and, and really since uh, after the five championships, um, which ended in 2018, I believe, since then they've, they've finished in the top four. I think one runner-up since then. So Popkin's got some kind of reputation for bowling. And, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, the community, people like you, uh, supporting them with the radio, and and we were blessed to have uh, you know some really good athletic directors. You know Fred Priest, especially in the beginning, um, he did a great job. And then we had Russell Wombles, and he was very supportive, and so was Saunders. And and I'm looking forward to Mr. Crawford and getting to meet him because I still remain involved with the team. And my good friend Doug Campbell's a coach, and um, you know I try to help them in any way I can um, to try and get these kids to try and realize and accomplish the same things the other boys did, you know. So it's it's been a nice ride, and, um, you know, Popka's a great town, and 
I, I really feel like we've been blessed, you know, to be in that situation. Um, and, and everything that everybody's done to support PD and, and they're very thankful, very thankful. Yeah, it's a really, uh, it's a phenomenal story, both about PD's individual success and, and also, um, the success of the program because, you know, several, Interesting factors are it was done with multiple coaches, um, uh, you know, also multiple athletic directors. And once again, I think you've been a real guiding force, Demetrius, in, in, in main, you know, establishing leadership. You didn't just walk away once PD went on to college. You continued to, to continue to contribute to the program to help guide it, provide resources for it. And it's, uh, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just a great story of success for anybody who loves sports. The, Apopka High School Bowling is just a, a phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal, uplifting story. Well, and, and that's that's one of the things that, that drew me to Apopka is, I think there's such a community involvement, and I think that you know the 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 parents go beyond just the four years that their kids are at the high school. Um, they they're drawn to it 50 years later, and they're still coming to football games. They're still going to basketball games. They're still showing up at the bowling matches. And um, you know, I remember one of the first athletic director meetings that I went to uh, when I came into Orange County from Lake County. Uh, was after I believe uh, the the first championship for bowling that they had won when Russ Wombles was the AD and he came in wearing his championship ring and you know he was flaunting that thing you know no different than any other championship ring I I, I love the fact that you know we embrace every championship every success uh, no matter what sport it is and and the community rallies behind it no matter what. And Demetrius, we got a couple minutes before we have to go, but can you just bring us up to date on some of Petey's uh, college accomplishments? Because I know he was a long way away, and you know uh, a lot of people might not be aware of the tremendous success that he had at the college level as well. Yeah, the, the college um, was a great experience for him. Um, he was fortunate enough to uh, go to Calumet College of St. Joseph um, on the scholarship, uh, the athletic scholarship, and two boys that he competed heavily against um, in the States, uh, Nico Vacari and Tyler James, were actually, when Peter's freshman year, they were juniors. So he had two years to bowl with them. He lived with them. Um, two out of the four years, they were the number one team in the country as far as ranking goes. Um, you know, when you go to these tournaments and there's 30 or 40 teams, the top five scores, uh, bowlers in each tournament, get what they call um, – the tournament team uh, champ. I don't know championship. It's a all tournament team selection. So I believe Peter had about um, ten of those in, in the four years. I think he had two where he was the number one guy. So he, he got the chance. They call it the ITC, um, you know, championship or tournament team. You know, um, what was quite remarkable for me to thinking. Uh, you know, bowling is not a real glorified sport. I mean, you got your basketball and football and. I think A.D. Crawford will agree with me. You know, it's, it's not the first sport that comes to mind when you're talking high school sports. And and uh, he won the Athlete of the Year at Calumet College in 2017, which, you know, I was kind of struck because they had all the other sports. And I'm like, wow, you know, they gave this thing to a bowler. Um, I just I thought, I thought it was quite remarkable for a bowler to be able to win it. And then... Uh, the other thing was uh, the All-American, the two years out of the four, he got that honor. And then, obviously, the highlight of the college career was the national championship, which, 
you know, there's a lot, a lot of good bowlers. I mean, that comes from a pool of 700 bowlers that make the the four tournaments, uh, the four sections, the four regions, and then it gets only the top six bowlers in each region make it. So it narrows down to 24, then 16, and then four, and then they call that the TV time. Those four get to compete for the championship on CBS Sports, and that's probably the all-time high that we've had together of, you know, just watching him on TV and being able to get that championship because, you know, bowling's an unforgiving sport. You know, sometimes you throw a perfect shot and the 10 pin laughs at you and, you know, everything's got to be clicking. Everything's got to be just right. So there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but there's some luck involved too. And the fact that he was able to win it, I just feel so blessed and it's so gratifying for him. Uh, It was really a high point. We're all proud of him, absolutely, and thank you for uh, being here to share about his career, and especially this most recent honor, P.D. Verkos, going into the National Youth Bowling Hall of Fame. Well, Coach Crawford, thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to kick this year off with the, uh, with the Blue Darters. Glad you're on board. Thank you, Demetrius. Thanks you to our produ- producer, Jeff. Have a great night. Nine fifty FM ninety four point nine. Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer. W O R L. Orlando. 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 says as many as 10 people are feared dead in a Pennsylvania house fire. Correspondent Mike Gracia reports. A volunteer firefighter who was among responders says as many as 10 people are dead after an early morning house fire in northeastern Pennsylvania and the victims were his relatives. Nescapec volunteer firefighter Harold Baker told the Times Tribune of Scranton that the victims expected to eventually be found include his son, daughter, father-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, three grandchildren, and two other relatives. The fire was reported around 2 30 a.m. One person was found dead inside the house shortly after emergency responders arrived, and two other victims were found late. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.